Lincoln here from TurnToBurnFamilyFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave. And we are starting a new series called Divine Downloads. This is episode one of Divine Downloads. And in Divine Downloads, this is Family Families, Biblical News for the Confused, Demystifying Biblical Issues to Help Strengthen Your Family. Today is May, I believe, 21st, 2020, in the middle of what is called the coronavirus global pandemic and we understand that many males many persons are in their homes and we are reaching out to families to help in this time to stimulate our minds our spirits to help improve family life strengthen family issues by going through some core concepts this concept that we're talking about is this very touchy one of being baptized with fire which is something that is talked about in in the spiritual biblical circles in a way where many persons don't really understand what christ is talking about Uh, baptizing with fire that sounds a bit scary and this is something that we would love to pick your brains a bit sharing what we believe Jesus is trying to motivate and animate us to really look at in our families in and in the broader society this concept today we're talking about is being baptized with fire and we believe Jesus is calling the entire world to a kind of divine arsenic thank you for being with us today from familyfamily.com we are hoping that you're doing well in this very intense time, this time of of uh, suffering for many, many people have lost jobs, many people are losing hope. And uh, when we started this process a couple of years ago with Family Family and Turn to Burn, one of the first things we talked about is the gospel and how the gospel inspires us to be hopeful, hopeful in a creator who has empowered humanity through his son jesus christ to navigate the toughest time as we say crisis is where christ is and we do hope to make those words mean something a little bit more to you today thank you for being with us we already started out by saying uh, that the call of the gospel is a call to arsony our name is turn to burn we're not telling you to turn or burn we believe that humans are designed through, designed with fire, designed to be on fire for the Messiah, on fire for Christ. We are created in the image of God. That is how the Bible starts out in Genesis 1. It doesn't bury it deep in the pages. In the first page, we are made in God's image and likeness, Genesis 1, 27, 28. Then talks about what we are created to do. So we are created in God's image. We know that one of the descriptions for God in the scriptures, God is a consuming fire. So we understand that Yahweh, who the Bible presents to us as the creator of all matter, energy, space and time, the uncaused, first cause, is an intense God. He is a God of illumination. He is a God of light. He's a God of fire. 
is a God of intensity. And we want to talk a little bit about what this means to be baptized with fire, what the concept of fire is trying to get at in the Bible and how can this apply to our families and help us as males because we do no turn to burn is seeking to really speak to the heart of of males and male supporters so that we can address the over 20 million children in America that are not being parented by a male in an effective way it appears based on the data. Matthew 3 verse 11 in the Bible tells us of a very interesting statement that this guy in the Bible called John the Baptist who preceded Jesus. He was a famous prophet, Hebrew prophet, seen as one of the greatest Hebrew prophets. And he says in Matthew 3.11, Matthew is a, one of the writers of the New Testament, what is called the New Testament books in the Bible. And he is a disciple of Jesus Christ. And this book says in Matthew 3 verse 11, and Matthew here is writing mainly to the, to the Jewish neighbor, the Jewish, uh, the Jewish nation. And he's trying to defend the, the valid point that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. He is the one that the Bible, the Old Testament, which are the older writings, the older Hebrew writings, which the Jews do recognize as as valid, as God validly talking to them. Many Hebrews don't recognize the New Testament because that is not seen as, as, as that is seen as writings influenced by Jesus Christ. And many Hebrews do not recognize Jesus as the Messiah. Matthew was attempting to motivate the Hebrews to recognize, hey, this the figure called the Messiah that the Old Testament spoke about, a man that would free the Hebrews from slavery, that would take away slavery of the Romans and any persons who sought to, to put the Hebrew nation in slavery would remove that oppression from the Hebrews, restore them to their rightful place, give them freedom from persons who wanted to steal their land and oppress them and make them a, a, a world-class power again as to what they were old, of, of, in times of old under a great king called David. A messiah would do that, would restore victory, freedom from their enemies, give them back their land, etc. This is who Jesus Christ is presenting himself to be. And Matthew is defending Jesus in this way through this book called Matthew. Verse chapter 3 verse 11 says, I indeed, this is John the Baptist, the forerunner to Jesus Christ who the New Testament presents as a Messiah. Matthew is saying that John, John the Baptist said these words. This is apparently his, his report. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That's the report from Matthew on behalf of John the Baptist. John the Baptist saw this statement in Matthew 3, which I believe Christ follows in Acts 1 verse 5, as Christ's critical value in his earth tour. John the Baptist said water baptism was incomparable to Christ's 
fire baptism. Its importance, this is a fire ba- the importance of fire baptism is reiterated as Christ explicitly told the, the disciples, disciples here meaning the followers of Jesus, persons who had a relationship with Jesus, who were intimately related to Jesus in a spiritual way, of course, and who were committed to Jesus. He told those persons to go nowhere until they were empowered with his empowered. And his will is that we as modern-day disciples or followers of Christ only engage humans where we are empowered by him. The cold Christian going out there and trying to engage humans is this is discouraged heavily by Christ. Christ does not want any person who claims to be a Christian but is not empowered by the Holy Spirit to be engaging humans, whether in their families or in their wider communities. But we're going to take a little break. Join us right afterwards. You or someone you know are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida. Give Rashid Willesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955. You can hear from Turn to Burn familycoms Transformational Man Cave. We are continuing on this Divine Downloads episode one on a call to arsony. We ended the previous segment where we started to discuss this issue of being baptized with fire. And we understand, thank you for rejoining. And those who are just joining us, thank you for being present. We do hope that you can go back to the first segment to, to get a little, a little bit of perspective on what we're discussing. We ended the previous segment on the point where Jesus is saying in Acts number 1 verse 5, Acts is another book in the Bible where Jesus is is now has empowered disciples to go and to share the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God coming to earth and that's a lot of stuff there that needs to be unpacked but we are just going to say that christ came he he did a great work to free man from sin the sin that nature that dehumanizes uh, where humans dehumanize ourselves and dehumanize those around us especially those that we put that we purport to love and those that we purport to care about we do and say and think in ways that do not contribute to their best self their ideal self, the self that they were created to, to, to actually materialize. And we understand that is what we call the sinful man. And Christ freed us from that, that monster and allowed us to be the divine beings that we were created to be in the first place. And we understand that we cannot be those persons unless we are born again the bible says regenerated reborn and we are set on fire by god baptized in fire well what does that mean the main point we're making 
is that we are Christ told the disciples very clearly in the book of the first book of Acts number one verse five don't go anywhere to engage anyone in my name until you are empowered by who he calls the Holy Spirit which is the breath of life the breath of of his father Yahweh that breath that the Bible says was breathed into man and man became a living soul the Holy Spirit the, the the life force of God that is the force that is supposed to be animating humans if it is that we are to engage each other in love without that breath the Holy Spirit living in us and empowering us giving us the the, the gifts and the actual voltage to live a life empowered by Christ the, the voltage of God in our lives we're going to dehumanize each other and we're going to hurt each other so it's very important in our own families in our community in our business etc that we understand the importance of the fire baptism jesus is telling his disciples do not engage humanity until you are empowered by the holy spirit yahweh wants messianic witnesses not selfish witnesses Selfish witnesses are going to be people who tell the story of themselves and not tell the story of God in their lives. Acts 1 verse 8 says, Witnesses unto Christ are empowered through fire baptism. There are verses in the Bible, if you read St. Matthew 23, if you read Jeremiah 23, these show how Yahweh feels. When I talk about Yahweh, we're talking about the being, the infinite being, the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present being that said, let there be light and there was light. We are talking about creation, the creation uh, or divine intelligent version of creation, not the evolutional era of or uh, version of, of creation. We are speaking about the the uncaused first cause who started everything that we experience today that being Yahweh is the one who he has a very very strong strong uh, you know gag reflex about false witnesses persons who present themselves who speak about themselves uh, who, who provide evidence of themselves and not evidence of God Repentance is a process of changing our mind, a process of now understanding that, hey, I don't want to promote myself. I don't want to tell a story about me anymore. I want to tell a story about somebody else. I understand. Repentance says, hey, I understand that there's nothing about me that is worth telling if it's separate from God, if it's separate from Yahweh. I am nobody and the only worth that I have is in my connection to the force who said, who started everything, God, Yahweh, Elohim, the Father of Christ. My value and my worth is in my relationship with God. So repentance is me totally depending on God. And it is me now changing my mind about myself understanding that my value and my worth is in my intimacy with God and 
it is sin for me to promote myself separate from God. So repentance addresses, addresses the, the admission of guilt for sin. Sin, me being self-centered, me being all about me, being all about the lust of my flesh, the lust of my eyes and the pride of life. Repentance is all about the conviction of sin, confessing sin, sorrow for sin, reforming away from sin, even to pay restitution where possible. Now, we are understanding that the baptism that John the Baptist was baptizing people in was a baptism of repentance. You need to change. The kingdom of heaven is here. Matthew 4.17 talked about that. And that was Jesus' first sermon. Repentance is important, but repentance is more so fo- focusing us on sin, and it is less a focus on the Son, Jesus Christ Himself. Repentance is more so moving us from what the Bible calls the left side to the right side, from where we are now focusing on becoming sheep and no more goat. So repentance is important, but it is removing us from, from evil to good, from dark to light. However, now that we are sheep, fire baptism now speaks to immersion and empowerment to live, to war, to judge, to actually represent Christ rather than now just being saved. Repentance precedes empowerment. Empowerment is this act where he talks about being baptized with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit falls on you, you will be empowered to be my witnesses in Acts 1 verse 8, Acts 2 38, which is another book in the Bible. We would encourage you to look at some of these references when you get the chance. Pause this, go back to these references and check them for yourself. We can see that repentance precedes empowerment. We're trying to solve this question. How can I be empowered to be an asset in my family? To be someone who is who is actually building value in my home rather than extracting value from my home. Repentance is important as it's Christ's first sermon, but spiritual empowerment is far more important in John the Baptist's eyes. When you read back in Matthew 3.11, he says, Hey, if you think my baptism of repentance is anything, wait till Jesus comes and he baptizes us in the fire of the Holy Spirit to empower us to actually live the life that the first man, Adam, was created to live. If you join us after the break, we're going to dig into this a little bit more. Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our Messianic Mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly, with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com.
Welcome back to Divine Downloads number one from Family Family. Turn to Burn here is starting another series on Bible musings to address confusing matters and people talk about being baptized in fire and we have been discussing what does that really mean and how does that affect my family. We have made up the first point in the first segment that Jesus does not want us engaging each other unless we are we are baptized in fire unless we are empowered by the holy spirit he says this to his disciples but he wants all of us all of the he wants the entire humanity to be his disciples so he's indirectly speaking to all humans we should not be engaging each other without being born again and without or regenerated and without repenting we should not be engaging anybody as you as another human unless we're empowered by the holy spirit and John the Baptist, who is we introduced a little bit earlier, is making the point that repentance, the baptism of repentance, is is important, but it is not as impactful as the baptism of fire. The baptism of fire is a much deeper and a much more powerful baptism than the baptism of repentance. And we are now going to dig into that a little bit more to understand what this fire is all talking about. So, we understand that repentance is important. We're not done playing repentance. We are magnifying the importance of being empowered by the Holy Spirit so that you do not cause havoc and you do not cause destruction and chaos in your family. Now, what makes John the Baptist feel that the fire baptism is so much more important than water baptism or the baptism of repentance. What does fire mean? And we want to introduce you to an acronym, JUSTAW, J-U-S-A-W-W. We're going to put that together in a couple of minutes so that you can remember what these six elements of what fire means. And we're not saying this is everything but we, under, we are just sharing a little bit of how we understand uh, fire, what fire baptism means. And we want to dig a little bit into what fire means in the Old and New Testament context of the Bible. Number one, fire speaks to God's presence, undiluted, God's undiluted presence and there in j-u-s-a-w-w the u in that just all speaks to undiluted we're going to go into you a little bit more fire has been an icon for yahweh's undiluted presence there are a number of references that speaks to that in acts 2 verse 3 genesis 15 verse 17 exodus 3 verse 2 um, Exodus 19:18, Exodus 13:21, etc. These stories, some of them go into the burning bush and the fire that Moses saw and Yahweh speaking to him through fire, etc. The psalmist Asaph also, and he's one of the persons who wrote in the Old Testament, he's, he speaks to man's capacity to dilute or limit God's power, which is essentially what sin does in the sinner's life. That's in Psalm 78, 41. We're making the point that fire speaks to Yahweh's undiluted presence. We're moving from that point to another point that man can limit the fire of God in his life. The sinner, essentially, is someone in which God's fire is totally quenched. That person has no fire of God in their life. 
and Psalm 71, 78, 41 says that the Hebrews limited God in limited God in their life by being rebellious, by being sinful. So we understand why is sin so important. Sin extinguishes the fire of God from your life. By nature, Yahweh is immutable in his character and he doesn't depend on us. However, he is limited in the sinner's life despite being unlimited outside of the sinner's life. I'm going to leave that there. So the you there speaks to Yahweh's unlimited presence. And that's the you in just all. Number two. So we're, trying, we're breaking down six elements of what the fire means. Number two, spiritual power. So that's the S in just all. Fire also indicates God's spiritual power active in humanity. And verses in the Bible that speak to that, Psalm 104 verse 4, Jeremiah 20 verse 9. I'm going to speed up a little bit more. Number three, divine acceptance. So let me, I mean, I'm trying to give a little nutshell of this because this is not a sermon, but this is a rally, just not a rally, this is just an exhortation to to let males know that without the fire of God, there is no spiritual power that's active in your life. You will want to be a great parent. You will want to be a great child and listen to your mom and dad, etc. You will want to be a great lover to your wife. And all of these things, are we are going to end up being just wish lists of things We'll have no influence. We'll have no, no, no voltage to be able to act on these desires if we're not empowered by the fire of the Holy Spirit. That's the point we're making. So number three, divine acceptance. The fire means divine acceptance. That's the third element, and that's A in just all. Yahweh often accepted sacrifices with fire, there are a number of references there. If you contact us, we can give you some of those. Number four. So, number three, being accepted. Whenever Yahweh accepted sacrifices, there's a whole complex system of giving uh, Yahweh sacrifices in a temple. Sometimes sacrifices weren't done in the temple. Before that, Abraham made sacrifices. I'm, sp- I'm, I'm really mentioning this name. He was one of the initial fathers of of the, of the Hebrews he made sacrifices outside of a temple but later on there was a complex temple system developed and whenever Yahweh accepted sacrifice it was often done through fire so we understand that when we are baptized with fire we are to present ourselves as living sacrifices to God when we are accepted God baptizes us in fire in the same way he baptized his sacrifices of old meat sacrifices he received those sacrifices accepted them and they were roasted with fire we become roasted with fire and that means that god accepts our flesh as acceptable to him and we can understand the importance of acceptance many people in this world they make uh, so much effort to be accepted by other people um, children try to be accepted by parents parents trying to be seen as cool in the eyes of their children man trying to get acceptance from his wife vice versa 
and we bend over backwards to be accepted by each other. Here, when we are endued with fire, Acts 1 verse 8 says, but you, sh- but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be witnesses. So God, by God giving us his power, it shows acceptance by baptizing us in fire and that empowers us to be his witnesses, empowers us to give credible evidence that he actually exists and that he, meaning Yahweh, empowers humans to be like him. We're going to pause here for today and we were trying to get through all of the JUSAWW today. But uh, if life is spared, we're going to continue this next week and go into a few more elements. So for today, we looked at three of the elements of the fire of God. We looked at number one, fire speaking to God's you, undiluted presence. Number two is S, spiritual power. Number three is divine acceptance, which is the A in J-U-S-A-W-W-C. We have three acronyms, three letters in the acronym of J-U-S-A-W-W that aren't accounted for yet. We do hope to be able to go through those next week. We hope that you enjoy this new program called Divine Downloads. This is episode one. In episode two, we'll finish on going through this issue of the call to arsony. We do hope you have a great week. Wire up God in this world of you and your family. And until next time, be nuclear. Man up. It's amazing how normals can be redefined. Metro now the benchmark. And despite being misbehaving, males love being well-shaven. Shiny nails and pubes Brazilian waxed. Although manliness eludes our grasp, a real man mangled by his grandpa's standards. Crafting a world filled with moral hazards, a deleterious defection of adverse selection, a man stands fallen with every erection. And it's interesting how things got messed up. It's man down replacing man up. Males focused on living dressed up. Females left wearing the pants. Women now taking lead in romance. An illegal dance proposing to males who then become housekeepers. Poor house sweepers, men even trying to breastfeed robbing homes of the one thing that it still needs a man with the dna of his divine father his detached scrotum loosely dangles from his wife who balances husband and kids on top of her life and all this was doubled over by her menstrual cramps greeted by the hot flashes as her estrogen dries up and a man reaches a midlife crisis that sees younger tits make his crotch rise up and he forsakes his ring because of the serpent's stale eyes his family's bank account declines as his mistresses rise and it's interesting how things got messed up 
is man down replacing man up. Males focus on living dressed up. Females left wearing. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn. Thank you for coming to the end of another Manliness Rally with us. If you need assistance in implementing and executing or following through on the proposals, on the suggestions, on the hints that we gave you today, we encourage you to visit us at famtfamily.com and to sign up for one of our Messianic programs. We also encourage you to join our Facebook family or at our Facebook handle, famtstrong. You can also email us at connect at famtfamily.com and can encourage you to have a great day today crushing effeminacy why rob god and this world of you and your family and until next time be nuclear